Hello everybody and welcome back again to a special episode of Jags Across the Pond official podcast. It's our special once a year London edition and today I have joining me Robson again. How are you doing today Robson? Uh, good mate, yeah obviously we're a, we're a day further away from Sunday's defeat but we're a day closer to London so it's, uh, it's all exciting mate. It's all positive vibes at the moment so yeah looking forward to it. Yeah let's hide that rubbish from last week away and move and look forward to the London games and also we are joined by the very own Brit Jag. Brit Jag how are you? Yeah I'm good thanks mate. Um, obviously as you as you know I, I get very excited about the London game pretty much all year round so when we're this close it's I've become pretty unbearable. Is it just the London games you get excited about or is it everything that Trevor Lance does as well? Well yeah yeah a bit of both really. <laughs> Yeah, you've been a bit quiet on the last two podcasts about Trevor Lawrence. You haven't really got overexcited. You've just been happy. Um, but so let's talk to everybody about what the format of today is. So firstly, um, for everybody who's already listened to our podcast at the beginning of the week, we did our review of the Giants game. And now what we're going to do is we're going to give you the preview of the Broncos game. And then we're going to talk to you all things London, what's currently confirmed, what's currently out there and hopefully um, be able to tell you about where you can find our whereabouts over the weekend as well. So let's get straight into it. Let's start discussing at the Denver Broncos. So the Broncos are currently have a two and five record this season, the same as the Jacksonville Jaguars. When we look back in at the old football database and look at the Jaguars versus Broncos results, it's actually tied to um, very close games, seven apiece. The, the last result was victorious to the Denver Broncos um, last season, 23-13 in 19th of September 2021. And the last time we played each other was in 2019 and before then. And the Jaguars won 26-24. Um, we're not going to go back and look at all the other stats. But, yeah, the season is tied um, in total. So one team is going to go ahead this week, providing it's not a tie. Um, and we're all going to be hoping that it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. So firstly, let's start off talking about the Broncos offense, Robson. If you can just give us a rundown of what to look out for on the Broncos this week. So I think it's been very well documented that they've had a lot of issues. Obviously, the week that's gone by against the Jets, they were out with uh, they were without um, Russell Wilson. Obviously, they paid a lot of money for in uh, in the off season. So. Interesting to see if he gets back in involved, but even with him, the offense has been very uh, underwhelming. Um, again, rushing-wise, they've not really stood out. I know they've got Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams that have seemingly uh, took the brunt of the carries on uh, on the offensive side of the ball in terms of the rush, uh, which again hasn't really got going. I don't think, and I think there's been times where they probably should have done what we've done and ran the ball a bit more. That's probably what we could have done a lot more as well. So I think that's one thing that we need to look out for. Uh, I think. I think their big threat, if they do throw the ball accurately, is uh, is is their receiver room. Obviously, they've got a good one and two punch in Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. I know there's been a lot of speculation about them getting traded uh, over the last week or so um, coming up to the deadline. So I think they're two people that we need to watch out for on that side of the ball. Um, again, you've got Cortland Sutton as their leading receiver with 454 yards of 34 receptions. So I think... That's the standout, and then Judy comes in at 386 off 24 receptions. So, again, they're the two standouts, really. And I think, judging by what we've always spoke about in regards to how shaky our secretary can be, um, I think it's 
it's a big game. Obviously, coming up to London, there's a lot of hype uh, around the game. Obviously, it's a, it's a Jack's home game, effectively, in that sense. So it, we need to make sure that we're we're knuckling down on those two to make it a very, very tough day for them. Because I think, as we mentioned off air a moment ago, that on offence this season, they've been very underwhelming. They've, I think they've only scored uh, 9, 9 and 11 points in the last three games, respectively. So they have struggled a lot and have been quite predictable and quite, uh, they say, underwhelming. So... If Bridge has got anything to add to that, I think overall, with, as long as we just come in with a good game plan against these, I think we should be okay. But again, this is the Jags after all, and you literally never know what you're going to get. Do you have any no, takes on that, Bridge? Pretty, um, pretty much, yeah, in agreement. The offence has been fairly um, underwhelming, really. I, I, going into the season, I think uh, for myself and a lot of people thought they were really going to be a that Russell Wilson was going to kind of take them that next step up and take them from kind of being a potential playoff team to really putting them to the contenders category. And, and obviously it just, just hasn't happened. Um, I mean, on the, on the flip side, in regards to the defense, it's, it's almost like the, the, the polar opposite. The, the very, very astute defensive wise um, in regards to, um, defensively, there's yards-wise, they're the, the second-ranked uh, defense for yards allowed, uh, only to down uh, 286 uh, per game. So it is going to be a challenge. Um, but if, if we can put points on them, this isn't a team that I think we we necessarily have to worry about them scoring too much against us. So I don't think it's going to be a game that ends up in a, a big shootout. Um, I think the game is there to be won. Um, on, on defence, a couple of the, the standout players for me. Um, Patrick Sertan, um, obviously obviously only a young young player, but he's been really playing really well. I think Doug said today he ranks him as kind of one of the, I think, in the top two for defensive players um, of the season so far. Um, obviously out of Alabama. Um, other, other players to, I think, look out for on the defence is, is Bradley Chubb. I know, again, like we said about the uh, the trade talk for the receivers, he's a player that's apparently rumoured that if he doesn't get a win this week, he will want to be he wants away. Basically, he wants to go to a, a contender. And um, so far on the season, f- five and a half sacks for him this season. So he's going to be one to to watch on for the offensive line. Perfect. So when we have a little look at overall stats, it's going to be a, a very interesting matchup, I think, this week. So the Broncos are averaging 14.3 points in the game, which is 100 total points and only scoring eight touchdowns. Um, their opponents of so their defense is only normally letting up 16.4 points a game. 115 points and also have only let up eight touchdowns as well. When you flip that and you look at the Jag stats, the Jag uh, the Jags are currently averaging a total of 22 points a game, scored a total of 155 points and also got themselves 18 touchdowns. So there is an absolute massive flip there. So I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup indeed this week. Robson, what do you think our offense need to do to, to kind of combat against everything that Brit Jags just said um, in regards to their defence? Uh, well, I think what I've been, I've been reading up on, obviously, as Brit Jags alluded to there, you've obviously got Bradley Chubb, who's obviously their their main asset. Um, I think he's on four and a half sacks, or five and a half sacks for the year, sorry. So 
keeping keeping the ball away from his side in the run game would be especially good because I think he's very disruptive. Even if the ball is not on his side, I think he'll find a way to disrupt the offensive line and try and get us to make a mistake on that side of things. Again, obviously, I think their secondary, there's a few very good players under it. Obviously, I think they don't play a lot of cover two, which I've been, uh, which I've been reading about, but I think they've got very creative ways um, in disguising their scheme and how they kind of look. So I think it'd be a big one for, for Trevor Lawrence. I know we've been, we've been very critical of him on this podcast, uh, apart from Brit Drag most of the time, uh, where we've not, uh, where he's not been able to uh, read defenses really quick over the past year and then coming into this season. So hopefully he's, uh, he's in the, he's in the film room this week and obviously dissecting what they do, because I think they are quite creative on that side of the ball. And I think overall, we, I think we've said about it, but we've just got to be patient with the run. Just looking at the stats there, they give up 115 yards per game in the rush. So there's there's massive uh, there's massive excitement around that, especially obviously we've got ETN. He's the established RB1 now. And I'd like to think that if we can get 20 plus carries on the day for him, then we should be able to accumulate quite a lot of yards. And it just takes the pressure off Trevor Lawrence a little bit and it stops him from doing anything quite crazy with the ball in his hand, maybe the overthrows that we've alluded to that might lead to interception, which we could do without, because as we both said there, I think it's going to be a very, very close game, probably a one score game uh, on the whole. And it's just probably down to which offense makes the least mistakes, to be honest with you, and hoping we make the latter. Yeah, absolutely. Having a little look down, I'm um, just looking at other um, other stats and other kind of matchups this week. Um, you look at um, their third down completion rate of the Broncos is sat at 30 percent and their fourth down completion rate. They've only attempted nine times, um, but their completion rate sits at 44 percent. So that kind of just shows some of their struggles and some of their difficulties on the offensive side of the ball. Then we have a little look at the sacks. So their O-line has allowed 21 sacks so far this season. Something that Jaguars have struggled to, to kind of get through. If you've listened in previous week's podcasts, um, we've obviously discussed where we've, um, where we've struggled to kind of penetrate that line. However, um, I do think this week it could be a very interesting week for us. We do only have 10 sacks so far on the season, but it'd be very interesting to see because the Broncos have, like I said, they've been sacked 21 times. Um, so that could be a very interesting one and interesting matchup for for Josh Allen um, and all the other guys on our D line this week. Then another another kind of highlight that kind of stood out for me, um, us at, obviously at Jags across the pond and Brit Jag. Obviously we've been discussing the last few weeks about penalties and how the game has just been slowed down massively week in week out recently, where the Jaguars have struggled in conceding penalties. Um, and same for opposition as well. So Giants conceded a few last week. Um, this game could could be exactly the same because if we think that our discipline's been bad this season, wait till you hear the Broncos the Broncos stats on penalties this season. So the Broncos have let up 520 yards in penalties. That's a total of 58 penalties this year. And we've been obviously moaning and complaining a lot that we've let up a lot of penalties, but we've let up a total of 330 yards for 45 penalties. So the Broncos are, are beating us in that stat. Obviously, it's a stat they wouldn't want to they wouldn't want to kind of admit to. They're averaging 74 yards in penalties per game, where the Jaguars are currently averaging 47 yards per game in penalties. So this could be a very stop-start affair if the Jaguars don't look to stop them on the penalties this 
this week. So that's obviously something big and something to look out for. Um, we could see a lot of extended drives this week. Um, I think it's going to be a very, very interesting matchup for us indeed. Is there anything that you'd like to say about our, our defence going into this week, Britt Jag? Do you think there's anything our defence could, could do to kind of combat against the offence that Robson's mentioned? I know we've discussed that. They've not been, they're, they're not kind of hitting the headlines, their offence. But we could say the same again, uh, maybe against, obviously, the Texans team. Um, obviously, their offence, obviously, was nothing special. And um, they managed to grind a win out against us. What have our defence got to do differently this week, Britt Jag? Um, I think, as you mentioned earlier, the, the opportunity is there to really get pressure on Russell Wilson or whoever their QB is going to be. Um, I believe he took part in light practice today. Um, so that's still up in the air. But I think that'll be a big key. If we can get in there and get pressure, as you said, the amount of sacks they've given up already, it's a real game. that It could be a real like stat boost to this game for our defensive line and kind of catch up from the last, last few weeks. Um, getting pressure on the, the QB, whoever that might be, is always going to help. Um, Shaq Griffin, it, it's literally just been announced before we recorded. He's been placed on IR. So I expect to see the kind of same situa- situation and setup from our um, cornerbacks. Uh, Doug did allude to a new cornerback being in the building today. Um, I don't expect it to be anyone sensational. I don't think it's going to be a trade or anyone because there's been no news coming out of because trades and things like that normally get leaked well before the team mention them um and especially before they arrive in the building so i imagine it'll just be some sort of free agent um or uh, from a practice squad from another team or something um which it will be there for backup um yeah so i, I think as a whole I, I think we should be okay that our defense should be able to handle this broncos offense without too many problems but they need to be strict with themselves and, and like I say the flags okay the, the flags aren't as bad as the Broncos but we need to get rid of those silly ones um the roughing the passes and we've seen in the past three weeks they need to be put to bed and just yeah get the pressure on but sack sack properly and fairly and I, I think that it could be a, a good game for us yeah, I think the first quarter is absolutely vital and key for the Jaguars succeeding in London this week. Um, I think if we can get some early pressures on the quarterback, whoever that may be, um, and maybe force a turnover in that first quarter, I think we can be away um, and shut out um, a couple of uh, shut out a couple of decent drives from from the Broncos and um, succeed well, like we did in the first couple of weeks of the season when momentum was on our side in week two and week three. Um, our defense looked unstoppable at times, so hopefully um, we can kind of put the last few weeks to rest and we can kind of get that drive and get that momentum going again against the Broncos and what better place for that to happen potentially in London. So you did just mention um, the the next latest bit of news that we were going to discuss. And obviously that was about the Griffin being put on injury reserved. Um, obviously that probably means that Trey Hurden probably starting again, like he did against the Giants last week. Um, we won't see um, Griffin now in action for a minimum of four weeks. Now he's been placed on injury reserve. Um, I believe it was a back injury, I think, that put him out. Um, very similar to a cornerback issue we had a few seasons ago now. So um, fans obviously were unhappy with a performance. And then a back injury, a mysterious back injury now comes into play. So um, take that as you will. 
just have a quick look at the the bookies stats for this game before we move on. Um, so the Jaguars do go in favourites again this week. A three point favourites they're going in. However, they're predicting quite a low scoreline, um, and they have the they have the total load over under at thirty nine points. So our first question to yourself, Robson: Are we going to cover that spread, and are we going to win the game this week? See, I think I think here is down to how how functional we are with the ball in hand, or whether we're on the field with an offense, especially. I think. I think winning the game, I've been trying to talk myself out of being very positive with the Jags, but I just look at this Broncos team and I just, they seem to be a team on the ropes at the moment. And we're only seven, seven weeks into the season. There's been talks about their head coach potentially being fired after this game if they lose to the Jags. And I'm not really one of people like, like as a fan to get people to sack or anything like that. But like, it'd just be great to just show everyone that we're not just here to roll over. We're not just over here to, to, to put ourselves up here, oh yeah, we come over here every year to England. This is this is great. What a spectacle! Like we're actually here to win and and be a, a team that wants to have a winning culture now. And obviously last year, winning in winning at the Tottenham uh, Hotspur Stadium was a massive thing for for the team. And I think to, to do it again this year would be great. And again, you're going over against a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback as well in Russell Wilson. Despite what he's uh, what he's been going on with him this season, how he's played, like let's not take it away that he's won a Super Bowl. So and he's got a fairly a good young team around him. So I think it'd be a massive win for us if we can. I personally think we will do. Um, I'm just hoping that the football gods fall on us this day and then nothing goes wrong. I think, as you said a moment ago, the first quarter is massive for us. I think if we can get the ball, start off on the right foot, take a lot of time off the clock and get a score, that puts the pressure immediately on them. And I'd like to think we'd have a good back in at Wembley this weekend. And I, I'm just hoping we come away with a win, mate. But I think I do think we will win the game, personally. So that was a very wishy-washy answer to finally come out and say, yes, the Jags are going to win this week. Yeah, you, you keep ever, saying that ever. and you might eventually become confident by by the weekend, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what what's your score prediction then? Again, Wayne, uh, I, I think we are capable score of scoring. Score prediction, yeah. come on. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with 17-10 Jags. 17-10 Jaguars. Okay, so that's under on the spread and under on the total over under as well then. Okay. Britt Jag, same question to you. Do you think the Jags, have, well, I know you're going to say the Jags are going to win. You never do. <laughs> Jags are going to win. Um, so I think the question is, is it going to be over 39 points or under? And what score have you got on the Jags beating the Broncos this week? So, no, I don't think it'll be um, over the score. Um, I think it'll be but I think we'll cover the spread. I think I think we'll win 21-12. Okay. Sorry, I was just writing that down because I like to have a record each week on um, on what scores people would like to put in. Um, I do wonder, though, if, if, if me or Robson were to get our scores right, I do wonder if the bit of paper would go missing. <laughs> I think so, because he's, he's been quite good at telling everybody what score he's put down when we've lost this year. Yeah. Seemingly, he's bet on the... Bet on the opposite team when it comes to us. So yeah, Bridget, you could be on <laughs> Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> so actually, um, I, I'm going I'm to surprise you guys this week, and I'm actually going to predict the Jags are going to win this. Ooh. Um, and I actually think the Jags are going to win this quite convincingly. Um, because wow, what I want, okay. what I want to see happen this week, I want to see what we did like we did a few seasons ago you know when we we kind of went in like yeah we may win because it's London it's kind of it's our it's our kind of our area but I, I think we're going to go into this game and I think we're going to do like what we did in 2017 against the Ravens and I think we're going to blow these out of the water this week and 
that's not even me joking. That that's I, I genuinely think we can blow these out of the water. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I'd shock you. So um, I'm actually <laughs> going to predict. Are you feeling okay, Jamie? I, I I've had a no, I haven't had any drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, honestly, I, I really do like it. It's it's a London game week. Um, I think there's been um, a little bit of negativity this week on the team, obviously with the announcement of see James Robinson leaving the team this week, and I see now we've got Ashisha Kill Griffin. He's now on the injury reserve, so I think there's going to be a few players that are going to be out there that that obviously want to play hard um and are going to want to get this win um especially off the back of obviously last season's win and how big that was and obviously i think a lot of the players in that dressing room will know i'll see about that now um i genuinely think that the jags will go out and win this so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna put just throw a random score out there i think i think the jags 31 um and the broncos 14 so that's Ooh. my prediction this week so 31 14 i think the jags are i think the jags are going to do well so I'll, I'll, po- I'll put a post up about that in a couple of days time, <laughs> um, just so you've got that in hard evidence of that's what I've said. So I need my pen and paper now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that covers everything we need to discuss when it comes about the Broncos this week. And now we move on to the week we've all been waiting for, and that is London game week. Um, we are one of the fortunate teams that get to see Get to see our team in London almost every year, bar COVID. Um, and what a great week, obviously, it is for them to come on over. Halloween weekend, um, going to be a fantastic time for them coming over. So firstly, I just want to talk a little bit about um, some of the previous games for the Jaguars. Um, so the Jaguars are actually um, four wins and four losses. So they have a 0.5 record over in London so far. Um, obviously, the most notable wins uh, is obviously last season where we got Urban Meyer's first win, um, 23-20 against the Miami Dolphins. The last kick of the game, Matthew Wright. Um, I think that would be a, a game that was be etched into our memories for a long time coming. It was a lot of our friends' first game, first Jaguars game live. Um, so obviously they're extremely ecstatic and happy. Um, but I also think that it was just just such a memorable game for us. Um, and then obviously I've already mentioned the other previous um, huge win was obviously back in 2017 against the Baltimore Ravens when we beat them 44-7. Um, the seasons in between that, I think we'll, we'll keep that quiet um, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, it was actually against Doug Peterson, wasn't it, in 2018? So um, he came over here and beat us with the Eagles 24-18. And then possibly the worst game of American football I've ever watched the Jaguars play live um, it was the Texans game in 2019 when it was completely blown out 26 to 3. So that's the kind of little Who's bit. Who's the QB, of, Jay? Who's, who's the QB in that game? Um, don't worry about that. <laughs> it wasn't the QB's fault on that game. <laughs> he, he didn't He didn't travel well. I'm trying to think of any excuse I can. <laughs> he didn't travel well in that game, so... Um, you leave Minshew alone, okay? Right? <laughs> so, firstly, just talk me through kind of um, your experiences you've had um, with the London Games. Brit Jag, how long have you been going to the London Games now, and um, what what's kind of been your highlights so far? So, actually, I've only actually been to uh, two of them. Um, it's it in the past. It's really not lined up well with work. Um, I had tickets to the Eagles game um, and it literally fell through two days before. Um, I didn't even have time to sell my ticket. So I've, I've, the only games I've attended are the Texans game 
and the Dolphins game last year. Um, yeah, it's just it, for years and years, it just didn't fall right. And I was desperate to get to a game and yeah, it just never fell right. And but like I said, last couple of years, it has worked out much better for me. Um, well, I mean, it wasn't great the first time I went to see the Texans game. <laughs> um, I didn't even get to see a touchdown. So, um, but yeah, like I said last year, last year made made up for that. Um, and and like I said, the, the, from what I've seen, I've seen other NFL games, um, not just not Jags. Um, I like Wembley. Well, I always like Wembley for the outside element. Um, and obviously, it looks like it's going to be a bit different this year because it sounds like they've built on the old car park site they used to use for like the tailgate events kind yeah. of thing so um it says they're still putting stuff on um i'm expecting it to be on a on a smaller scale um but hopefully still a bit more than because i felt the tottenham outside kind of atmosphere and events and, and things they were putting on was a bit little bit disappointing so hopefully it's a bit more than that um but yeah i'm, I'm excited to get back there and and like I say, after being away for from Wembley for after well two years, including COVID, so um, bring it on. Yeah, definitely. I think the Tottenham the Tottenham game obviously was an NFL game. Um, sorry, was set out by the NFL, and whereas all the other games obviously been set out by obviously Jaguars um, themselves. Um, and I believe um, for that game in 2021 at Tottenham, it was all about the experience inside the stadium. So they were urging everybody to get into the stadiums uh, a lot earlier. Um, because obviously they had obviously some show before the game and then obviously they had a halftime show as well. So um, I think that's what they were trying to do. That was kind of the angle they were going at it in the game last year. Um, but I think this one will be slightly different this year. Robson, have you been to any of the London games before and have you got any any memories from them? Yeah, so I think my first memory of the London game was great back in 2017 when we took on the Ravens. Uh, I kind of went with a couple of friends just off, off the spur of the moment. It, it was very last minute. My, a friend got hold of some tickets and we were like, obviously, being a Jag supporter, I was like, well, I've got to go. And I thought, I thought, is it, if this is going to be like this every year at Wembley, then I'm going to be going every year. I'm going to be staying for the weekend. It's great. They win all the time <laughs> at Wembley. Uh, little did I know that the year after... <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, the year after against the Eagles and then the following year after that against the Texans was... Uh, a bit on the on the on the losing side but I think I think the overall experience obviously not being at Tottenham last year against the Dolphins but the overall experience I think it's just I know the whole point of it is obviously to to grow the game over here it's been over here for many years now to see so many people out at full force watching a game but over the, over the last few years especially doing this podcast and obviously getting to know people and be joining uh, joining so many groups and chats where like you just you get to meet more fans like yourselves uh, that follow the Jags obviously feel the pain that we go through in terms of how the, how about the team is. And I think just being around those people, obviously there's going to be loads of people this weekend that I'm going to meet for the first time, second time, tenth time. So I think that's going to be really really exciting. I, I'm I'm just really about the the whole buzz of the day, like being there all day, being there for the game, being a part of the atmosphere. The highs and the lows. Although we do hate the lows and we really love the highs, I think there's nothing more that can like really replace that. I don't think that having that feeling, it, it's, it's, it's obviously even better if we go and win. So obviously we're, we're unbeaten post COVID, uh, obviously, um, in England. So fingers crossed, we can, uh, we can double that and make it two and oh for, for that time. But yeah, I think overall it's just, it's just, it's just a great occasion. Honestly, again, it's, it's a, it's a Jags home game through and through this. Obviously it's put on by the Jags. There'll be loads of stuff going on that we're going to talk about, but I think overall just being in around people, all having a good time, a few beers and stuff and having a good, having a good time really did you just say that your one of your best memories of the london games is obviously you didn't say me personally but i think you meant meeting me 
was probably one of your big big your, one of your big highlights was that it's a highlight it's a highlight the word big i don't think was in front of it but it's a highlight my friend don't you worry about that <laughs> <laughs> lovely job yeah it's been obviously been great obviously having the jags over here and there was that period of time that when we got to that 2017 game i, I generally thought we would we were just invincible in london i just thought yeah. it was just something yeah. special um obviously the two games before that i see we won as well and my highlight was actually probably the um the 2016 game against the colts, colts yeah. um i mean it's such a nail-biting game when when the colts came back with 21 points obviously in the fourth quarter um but i see with with my guy blake bortles in a quarterback um i i thought that was probably one of my favorite games and then yeah like we say the following year absolutely annihilating the ravens um was yeah i, I genuinely thought at that point we were in, we were literally just unbeatable and then going against the eagles because i said the eagles had just won the super bowl yeah, well, 2017 yeah. the year we should have been there playing against them miles jack wasn't down um i genuinely i do you know what there wasn't even a doubt in my mind when we was going to play against some eagles that we were going to lose there was not a doubt in my mind. I genuinely thought we, we were going to beat them. It didn't matter. Like yeah. it was just, it was just routine. We're going to beat them. They're going to go back and complain. They've had to travel to London. Like the previous teams have said, they didn't travel well. And I genuinely thought we were going to win. So um, for Doug Peterson and his team to come out and beat us, which which I called our home turf. Yeah, that was a bit of a kick in the teeth and brought us back down to earth. And then, yeah, we're not talking about 2019. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, let's let's move on and talk about what's going to happen then. So um, this week, obviously, we've got the Jaguars, um, well, the Broncos start with them. The Broncos are already here. The Broncos um, arrived last night and actually started training today. Um, we've heard from Brit Jag already that Russell Wilson has said that he was on the plane um, doing some workouts and doing some rehabilitation because um, he doesn't need to sleep and things whilst he's on the plane and he kind of travels well. Um, he's been to London a few times um, for promo and obviously for some games as well. Um, but the Jaguars will arrive here on Friday and they will go straight into practice. Um, Britt Jag, you want to tell us a little bit more about what's happening on Friday with the Jaguars? Yeah, so me and Jamie were fortunate enough last year to get to the Grove where it's going to be held. In years gone past, it's been held um, at Saracen's uh, ground. Um, the people that are lucky enough to have got tickets, because that was a bit of a shambles when they put the tickets out, um, are going to have access to an open training session, um, get to see the Jags kind of go through their paces um, in preparation for the game. Um, from previous experience, the only thing to bear in mind is the um, is they work a clear bag policy to get in, um, so it's quite strict. Same as the game day in the stadium, um, so be aware of what you're taking with you. Only take essentials. Um, the other thing to bear in mind is they are very strict with photography. You will only be able to take limited photography at certain times, and basically, if you are caught taking photos between the outside of the allotted times then they're pretty harsh and I, it was 20 2019 i think it was against texans um i think i saw a couple of people get kicked out so just be aware of that it's a great experience you normally get a couple of the players come over and sign autographs um at the end so that's worth if, if, if that's kind of your thing um take on some something to get signed um and that's always good to kind of just see a bit behind the scenes and see what goes into a an NFL team uh, walkthrough and practice, really. 
Yeah, definitely. So I see the the open practice, I think, was I'm sure it was only 50 people were invited to that. Um, so congratulations to anybody that did manage to get tickets. Um, you'll see myself there and I believe Brick Jag is there as well. Um, Robson, unfortunately, can't make this one for work commitments. Um, but going through just the information on that day and the emails that come out were highlighted today was, yes, this is at the Grove Hotel, as mentioned in Watford. Um, and everybody needs to arrive between 12.45 and 1. Um, and then it starts kicking off around about 2, 2.20. And there will be a couple of windows where people will be allowed to take photographs um and then obviously yeah you will be told that you need to put your phone away and yes they are quite strict on that as Brit Jag has mentioned from experience in the past um they won't allow you to kind of have your phone out because it is at the end of the day it is a live practice they will be trying some they will be trying some moves in there and I can't remember what game it was but I remember there was one a few seasons ago when they did a they in the training they did a fake they did a fake punt and they ended up doing that in the game on a Sunday. So if you imagine if somebody would recorded that and put that on social media, um, then obviously that would have stopped the the successful fake punt that punt that we did um, in that training session. So totally understand why why they do that. Um, and yeah, it is at the end of the day, it's still a working day for them. Um, so it's good that we can get that opportunity to kind of meet these players up close and personal. Um, so absolutely congratulations to anybody who has got tickets to that one and we'll see some of you there on that and then moving on to the next event that's happening on the Friday um, and that is the Neil Reynolds podcast it's not a specific Jaguars event um, however Neil Reynolds has announced that there will be um, a few guests that people may know of um, and also he's kind of dangled the carrot saying uh, and they're potentially a very special guest indeed so of what we do know, um, like Jaguars, obviously we know they're playing um, this weekend here. So we know they're going to be here on that Friday evening. Um, but there also is a couple of um, Jaguars legends about. Um, so we know obviously Tony Baselli is already in London. So Tony Baselli arrived on Monday. So we know he's about. So it could be potential that he's there. I know he's worked with Neil Reynolds in the past. Um, and that's going to be at the Sports Bar and Grill. And that starts at 7 p.m. Tickets are available to buy. If you um, check up Neil Reynolds on Twitter, um, you'll be able to see his advertisement on there and be able to purchase sell some tickets. Um, I believe, Brit Jag, you're going to that one? Yeah, uh, myself and my friend uh, Alex, we've got grabbed a couple of tickets, so we'll be going along. Um, at the moment, I think it's uh, Drake Crawford, um, defensive end for the Titans and Raiders. Um, he's a British guy. He's very involved. Um, in the Sky Sports coverage of the London Games and in, in general, I think. Um, Phoebe Selecta, I think I pronounced her surname. Um, she was a Bills coach, uh, also quite involved with Nils Reynolds and, and the Sky Sports side of things as well. So just a couple of names that have been announced already. Um, to be honest, they're always quite good fun shows, just kind of hearing some stories and and talking about the, the upcoming game. So um, yeah, quite fancy that for something to do on the Friday evening. And we know uh, very, very well that the Sports Bar and Grill in Marleybone is a pretty good location because of the five star event that took place last year. Yeah, so it's going to be a nice, it's going to be a compact event, I think. Um, I know Neil Reynolds is quite good at getting some audience participation. Um, so I do believe that there, there'll be lots of audience participation. There'll be some games and there'll probably be some giveaways. There normally is when um, Neil Reynolds kind of runs anything. So I haven't guaranteed that. That's nothing to do with me. Um, but that might be something that does happen. And yeah, I think it's seven. What what time is the is that event, Lee? 
Um, actually, that's a very good point. I'm not actually into, sure myself because it wasn't myself that bought the tickets. Um, <laughs> I think it's. I think I know it starts at seven, and I think it's till seven. about eleven. I think. If I can sounds remember. familiar. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's seven to eleven, and obviously, yeah, that's a central location in London. Yeah. So um, free, uh, free drink upon arrival from seven p.m. Show from eight p.m. That's what it says. Yeah. There spot on spot on and then we move on to saturday so at the moment um the jaguars announced a, a couple of things on saturday um so well sorry not a couple we've got one thing um confirmed and announced at the moment um that is meeting at our kind of fan pub which is a 4 p.m meetup at the horse and guardsman which again i believe is in central london um that start time is 4 p.m um and who who have we got meeting there, Brick Jag? Who's there for that one? Um, I believe, uh, off the top of my head, um, it's important that Fred Taylor will be there. Um, you'll get some of the Jags cheerleaders. Um, and normally you'll get appearances from people like Jackson DeVille. Um, I believe JP Shadrick, uh, who will be a name and face and voice that will be familiar to a lot of people. Um, well, but yeah, so they, they'll be around um, throughout the time. They, they, they don't normally show up at a specific lot of time, but they will normally be there throughout the uh, the afternoon and into the early evening. Spot on. So that will kind of be that kind of meeting place that I think myself, Brit Jag and Robson will be. And with a few other people as well, we'll probably be there. Um, obviously, though, if that's kind of an announcement at four o'clock, um, that means we'll probably be there for a, a few hours at least. Um, we are going to be keeping an eye and keeping a lookout on other events that will happen on the Saturday. Um, there's always lots of things that does that does happen that comes up last minute. Um, so we'll always keep an eye out on um, New Era in um, in Soho, um, Carnaby Street, sorry. Um, and then also keep an eye out on um, on the JD Sports as well. That's just located around the corner from there as those two are normally um, where players will go and obviously they'll do some autograph signing. So met some Met some big players there in the past, some big Jaguars players. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for that. There's nothing announced on that yet. And I believe at the time of us recording, so we're recording this on a, um, a Wednesday evening. Um, that is kind of the only confirmed announcement for the Saturday. But um, we'll be around in London for the majority of the day on Saturday. Um, and we're going to keep an eye on the fan meets and things as well. Um, but what we need everybody to do is get themselves involved in our um, social media page, which is um, the Jacksonville Jaguars UK buying, selling, razzing and sharing merchandise page. And that's kind of the open page where we'll um, where we can kind of have um, communication, have chats. And there's quite a few of us in there who um, are quite active and we'll tell you what our whereabouts are on the day. Um, obviously, our phones um, can be can be unpredictable at times, especially obviously when traveling in London, you don't know about kind of signal and things, but if you just obviously drop um, the Jags across the POM page or um, the Twitter handles or get in contact with Brit Jag um, as well directly, we can kind of direct where we are because we are going to be together for um, the majority of the game, uh, the majority of the weekend, sorry, um, especially on the Saturday. Um, and we'll be hoping to kind of see a few things that are going on. There is also the Wembley Club Shop 
that is actually open from tomorrow, I believe. Um, but if there's if you are arriving in London on Saturday and in the morning, um, you want to get yourself over to somewhere. I'm, I'm pretty confident that the Jaguars don't normally plan too much in the mornings. Um, so if there is something that you want to do on the Saturday morning, um, you could always head over and get your bearings of the of the Wembley shop. Um, and obviously your surrounding areas, obviously, of Wembley um, when it comes to for the game day on Sunday. And then that brings us into, so Robson, obviously we've kept you a little bit quiet, obviously, and then first two bits of talks about London, um, because we know you're going to be heading into London, obviously, Saturday evening, and I know you're staying in Wembley Saturday evening. Um, so we'll move on to obviously talk about the Sunday. Um, what does Sunday morning look like, Robson? What What's going on? What do you know that's happening on Sunday? Well, as as anyone that's obviously signed up to any emails uh, from the Jags, obviously, you'll know that there's... <laughs> There's various things going on around the stadium on the day. So obviously anything from 9 a.m. Uh, on the day, uh, I believe, is going on. You've got things as such as, as such as the Duval Market, which obviously by any NFL merchandise, not only just the Jags, like any 32 teams, if you've got friends or anything like that, go and check that out. You've got the Jungle, which is be uh, quite a lively place. I imagine before um, before we do kick off, obviously it's. It's been described as the ultimate fan zone for everyone that's going to the games. Obviously, you're going to have DJs, some interactive games, uh, the Jack cheerleaders, and obviously some alumni as well, which would be uh, be quite cool for anyone that um, wants to go and check that out as well. And again, you've got beers and bites as well, which obviously you've got various food stores in and around in and around the ground. And obviously, they're running on at 9 a.m. in the morning on Sunday all the way through. And I believe it's open an hour and a half, two hours after the game as well. So there's plenty to look forward to, not only just the game. Obviously, get really stuck into the fanfare of it all day and. Uh, and be amongst of it, to be honest with you. Beer and bites. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> when looking at, obviously, the maps and things of what I can see, um, beers and bites is kind of similar to the area where all of the... Um, where all of the fan stuff was in previous years, the previous tailgates. However, that's been pushed right up close to the stadium. Um, and then the jungle is right outside the um, the OVO Arena and um, Wembley Arena. Um, it's on that end, so right next to the designer outlet this year. So um, it is obviously a Jaguars event. So I hope to see a lot of um, kind of Jaguars merchandise and lots of Jaguars kind of games and stuff going on. Um, and if it's anything like previous years, you've got opportunities of obviously winning winning prizes. Um, I haven't seen any mention of that, but um, I do believe that does that. That should still be happening. Um, they normally have kind of um, you scan a QR code to win prizes. I've not seen any QR code stuff yet, but I'm believing there will be opportunities, obviously, to win upgraded tickets and things like that. But um, you'll have to check that out on Sunday um, for that. Um, Brit Jag, when are you planning on getting there on the Sunday? So have you got any tips for the Sunday? Um, my personal preference uh, for Sunday is just pretty much get there as early as I can. Um, especially with the tailgate in the past, I've tried to get there when it first opened. I uh, found it a lot easier to get around and, like you say, scan the QR codes that, that were around there. Um, and just kind of soak up the atmosphere and make the most of the day. Because um, I always just, like, yeah, my Sunday morning, I, I always cheat. I, I never get the tube to Wembley. I always get an Uber um, from where, where we stay um, in Finchley. And just, yeah, just have a chance to soak it all in. And, but yeah, just, kind of meet people and obviously we, we've got a big group ourselves and any, any other Jags fans that want to come, ch- come and chat it's, it's great to see everyone kind of together because you get people from all over the country um, and a lot of people that we like speak to but we don't like I mean even myself like me and Robson have never met in person and 
and obviously Jamie, me, we've only met um, last at the last weekend and and spent some time together then. But other than that, we've not seen each other, so it's it's great to catch up and and just make the most of the whole day, really. And and like, like you say, in the past, there's always been plenty to do, so I'm hoping for much of the same, really. Are you getting soppy on me as well and saying that um, you can't wait to see me this weekend? Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so we'll, we'll be it's sick great. Other by the end of it. It is obviously it is a great opportunity for us to obviously all catch up because um, we always kind of say, yeah, we'll, we'll have a meet up. And um, obviously that's the next thing on the agenda, I think, for for Jags across the pond and Brit Jag. And that would be organising kind of a fan meet because watching other teams do these big fan meets, obviously they look amazing um, and a great opportunity to kind of catch up and watching the game on the TV. Um, I know the only problem for me is that I love watching the Jags and I know there's not many there's not many bars that I know of that will just show the Jaguars, um, obviously, unless they're on Sky. But you only find that out normally, obviously, on the week of. So that's quite difficult to try and organise a meet-up somewhere. Obviously, because we know there's lots of Jags fans travelling from all over the country, obviously. I know yourself, Brit Jag, obviously, last year you obviously lived in Wales. So obviously, that's quite a distance away. Um, obviously, I'm quite central. I've seen Northampton, and but I know we have friends that are all the way up in Hull and all the way down, pretty much to kind of Portsmouth as well. So we know we have friends kind of pretty much all over the country, um, and lots of people that kind of want to catch up and meet up with us as well. So um, I think that kind of covers everything that we want to talk about. The only thing that I know you've briefly mentioned it already, um, Brit Jag, but just to stress it again for the Sunday, there is a clear bag policy. Um, it is pretty clear um get yourself onto the get yourself onto the um london games website and have a quick look um basically if it's not a clear bag it's not coming in um and they are pretty strict on that because that's and that's not a wembley rule that is an nfl rule across um here and also in the us as well so that's an nfl ruling so certainly um make sure you you catch yourself up on that before you come in and i'd love to see everybody in obviously teal or or what all Jags colours, any Jags colours, Jags caps and stuff this week. Obviously, it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Um, always encouraged seeing um, people in fancy dress. I remember there was a, there was a guy last year that had the Jaguars logo across his face. Um, I know it made um, some of the BBC pictures. Do you, do you remember seeing those pictures, Brit Jag, or did you did you remember seeing him in person? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. And and just for anyone, just in case they're wondering, um, it's been confirmed only a short while ago that we're playing in all black, which is kind of a bit of a London tradition now. Um, yeah. So obviously, if you do have a, a black Jags jersey and you want to match the players, then, then that's probably the way to go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Black and black. I think there'll be a lot of Lawrence jerseys about this week as well. Um, I think that's probably the most popular jersey in the UK now for, for Jaguars as well. Um, just very quickly before we head off, I've literally just had the injury report come through so far. Um, only one person on the injury report, um, and that's Jamal Agnew, um, limited practice with a knee injury. Um, I don't know if you know for experience, but um, I think that probably means he'll still probably travel, won't he? Yeah, I think so, because if, if, even if he's partaking in a, in a small part of the practice, um, I, I imagine they'll want to get him assessed on Friday. Yeah. Um, which is what they'll normally do. So um, I think, you, you'd, yeah, I mean, for one extra seat on the flight, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they'll bring him over just to just to give him the best opportunity of playing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I think that covers everything we can we can give you right now. Um, 
as I said, we need to encourage you to get onto our social media pages where we'll announce as much as we can as soon as we kind of hear it, um, because we'd love to meet as many of you guys as possible. Um, so the main one, as I said, Jacksonville Jaguars UK, buying, selling, razzing and sharing merchandise. That is the Facebook page. Brit Jag, what is your um, social medias? So mine are on Facebook and Twitter, it's at Brit Jag and Instagram is at Brit underscore Jag. Spot on. And Robson, how can we catch you? Obviously, you'll find me uh, running the Twitter at Jaguars GB. Uh, do not hesitate to get in touch. I'll be dropping some stuff on there later in the week, obviously, regarding any news we do have. Uh, yeah, any questions or anything about the meetups or whatnot, do get in touch. We look forward to seeing you. Spot on. Yes, that does conclude everything for today. And I say it every single week by mistake. It finally makes sense this week. Looking forward to seeing <laughs> some of you guys soon. <laughs> Take care, everybody. See you later.